Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Good golly, Miss Jizz Face. Holy hell, we're here, we're gay, and we're fat. We're in the Lunch Stuff Studios in Greenwich Village. How you doing there, fat butt? I'm doing all right. I don't want to get personal quick, but uh, did you did your girl leave you? Oh. There was 50 pairs of shoes here two days ago. Check that out. What? I can't check anything. Is she in here? No. Oh, you got a new bureau. We got a bureau. Or wow, armoire. the armoire. Yes. <laughs> wow, I, they were quite taken by it. I hate saying armoire, so bureau's not bad. I've always said bureau. Federal Bureau of Investigation. This might be a farty pod, by the way. Here comes the first one. Lay it on me. Ooh. Oh. That was wet <laughs> and a, wild. I thought it sounded dryish. Oh, I, <laughs> I heard some squeaks. Uh, we just had Chipotle, obviously, folks. Yes, Chipotle, straight from Chipotle. It's yeah. in my teeth right now. It's in my teeth, too. Uh, well, more in my teeth. I got junk drawers over here. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got all kinds of angles and crooks and cabinets. Right. <laughs> you got, uh, what do you call that? Uh, Nooks. Nooks. And crannies. And cranny. You never really hear about a cranny. You'll hear about a nook occasionally, right, right. a solo nook, but you never hear about a solo cranny. I think it's transgender. Ah. All right. I liked it. Thank you. Well, Isn't it funny how quiet everything gets? Like, the Louis thing happened. Uh-huh. All the other stuff gets quiet. Trump. Trump is, kids Trump is gone. He's out. Yeah. Trans is out. It's yeah. just one thing. It's like where you do one thing at a time. Yeah, well, we got the, the whole country, the whole internet is an ADD-riddled cesspool. Yes. It's a garbage fire, and uh, you can only watch one thing burn, I guess. So anyways, you got a new... Armoire Bureau, gotta, you FBI. Know, you know what Bureau means in French? No. Office. Really? The Federal Office of Investigation. No kidding. Yeah. So that's, uh, I don't like calling it a Bureau because it feels weird to be like, hey, there's an office with a bunch of clothes in it. Well, but we're not French. Thank God for that. Yeah, you fucking Although I do Frenchmen pull out. frogs. All right. What's uh, that mean? That was a war joke. They pulled out of the war. Which war? Two. World War II? W.W. Deuce. They didn't pull out. They got beat, didn't they? They gave up. Well, they got beat. They were defeated. Well, they they got out of there. <laughs> I guess. I think they were occupied and defeated, these fucking frogs. Oh, Occupy Wall Street. Well, I tried. I went down there a couple times. So did I. Yeah, I didn't really get what was going on uh, quite, really. I was trying to get laid. I remember seeing uh, some comics, some wonderful comedians down there, and be like, "Oh, this is a thing." Uh huh. And then sometimes it was just like a hang. Like it was people were yes. like, "I'm painting. I do paintings." And then other people were like, "How about the environment?" It was kind of like a conglomerate of uh, nonconformists, I guess. Yeah, I guess. A lot so. of drumming. A lot of drum. A lot of bo. A lot of armpit hair. Uh, a lot of beads. I remember one. Remember the the end of it where the cops were just lining them all up and macing them. Yeah, yeah. It seemed weird, but I. I go bad. It's, it's strange. I mean, I'm like, I think they are breaking the law. Yeah, they took over Zuccotti Park. Yes, which wasn't even on Wall Street. Originally, it was Wall Street, then they moved to Zuccotti. Well, they got better digs. Well, whatever. So anyways, you got a bureau, got and there's no bureau. shoes. I looked over, I thought she walked out on you. Well. With, with her shoes. The shoes are made for walking. Huh? 
That's what they're going to do? There you oh, go. All right, all right. I pointed at him. Yeah, uh, I see. Yeah, so, uh, you know, she had a whole rat's nest over here of, of all this lady gunk. It was wild. They were all, they were mixed and matched, too. Yes. There was a sneaker with a pump and a heel with a flip-flop. It looked like the Holocaust Museum, just a big pile of old <laughs> shoes. <laughs> and, uh, it was too much, and she was like, I feel bad. I got a, I got a doily here, a bra strap there, and a tampon over here. Uh, we got to do something. And I was like, aha. And so we we talked about the armoire, and I had a I had a, my desk over there. Moved the desk here. Got oh. rid of the lockers. The, I like the desk. The only problem is I'm now sitting in front of a mirror, and I can just see. It's bad enough I have to hear myself, but I can see myself. And when I yeah. fart, I can smell myself. And I'm always touching myself. And I think yeah. there's another sense. What's the other sense? Uh, taste. Oh, I taste myself. You you guys know I love to taste myself. Yeah, he likes to taste his own jizz. Yeah, make me. But. The problem, I agree with the mirror, because now I sit at the desk, I'm doing work, and I can only see my fucking douchey mug. But we talked about this years ago, and Phil Hanley always brings this up. I like of writing in front of a mirror, because it makes you forced to be like, you piece of shit, get back down there. Interesting. Because when you look up, all of a sudden you're looking at yourself, looking at the phone, so it forces you to work. Right. But this is different, because we're on the pod, the pod is enjoyable. Yeah, So yeah. seeing myself, I got my leg crossed, I'm pale, my ball bag is hanging out. It's a tough thigh. It looks like I sat in gum, as they say. The bat wing. Um, but anyway, that's that's a big move in armoire. Big move armoire, but it really tidied up the joint and freed up a lot of space. Doesn't it feel a little more open in here? Much more open. The mirror doubles the size. Yes, that's what they. That's why I have one in my pants. Yeah, and um, I, I miss the panties though. Every once in a while, you'd be ah. telling some story, and I'd be looking over a, a piece of lace and a high heel and get a kind of a stiffy. I could pull some out. <laughs> If you want, I don't mind. I can get a, a, a used and a clean. Live from the bureau. Yes. Um, anyways, that's exciting. The desk is cool. Where'd you get the desk? 1949? That's a mid-century modern desk founded on Craigslist. 49, mid-century. All right. That's exactly mid-century. There you go. Well, 50 would be exact. I know, but exactly uh, exactly in the range there of mid-century. Go. What's that word? Uh, uh, approximately, which sounds good for being not right. Approximately. You know, approximately like a, about. Queen Jane, approximately. Huh? That's a, that's a song by Robert Dylan. Ah, Jewish. Yeah, Zimmerman. That's right. He Hibbing shot Minnesota. the uh, Skittles kid. Skittles kid, what? Zimmerman. Oh, that was George. Yeah, Jorge. Yep, Jorge Zimmerman. Not white, by the way. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we got some, we got Tuesdays with stories here, folks. Now, I like to pull a curtain back, but you like to leave a curtain on. You well, want a curtain on. I like meat curtains, but go, you go. I'll pull them back and stick my nose right in there. Yes. Don't you just love being up close to the vagina? Oh, I, lo- I like to feel the, the warmth of it. You know, sometimes your face is so close, you can feel that heat hitting your schnoz. The heat, the dripping, the whole thing. Here's the thing. Women don't really let you close to a vagina in a non-sexual manner. No. Like, you can't just get up. So it's like you're, 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 you're horny, and you're doing a finger and a diddle and a, and a lick. A lick. But I'm also just, like, looking at the crevices and how it all works. It's just yeah. like an up-close. It's like a it's like an exhibit. You're like, oh, yes. look at that thing. What's this go to? Where's this attach? It's very sophisticated. The flaps, the fold. It, it looks like the bottom of a stingray or something. You yeah. Know, it's, it's very high-tech. And it's a different a stingray. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a different. Uh, it's a different tone. You can see where the tone of skin changes. Yes. All of a sudden, it's like boom. It's like that pink. That's right. Wonder why that is. It's a wound. It's like a wound that figured out how to how to live without being, you know, uh, like hurtful to the body. Yeah. Well, it's also a different 
kind of skin. It's a different texture. I mean, your pussy lip and your shin is not the same business. God, I hope not. You don't want to hoof in the in the veg. <laughs> um, veg hoof. Yeah, so it's uh, it's very peculiar, which is a word I always struggle to say. Peculiar. Peculiar. It's like nuclear. Oh, nuclear. I, uh, down. I love that one. Nuclear. Yes. It's the wrong way. I think that's the right way. What do you mean? I think nuclear is right. What do you use? What's the difference? Nuclear. So it's nuclear. Yes. Nuclear? Nuclear. I think those are the same thing, I really. I don't know. That's, that's potato, potato. Although no one ever says potato. I've heard some pretentious dicks. Maybe in England or something. Pass the potatoes. But anyways, I love a big poon, and I like to pull back the curtain. Here's the thing, folks. I realize schedule-wise, I'm going up to Boston for Pearl Jam, which is now past tense if you're listening to this. So we were, we're all wacky on the road, so we had to record after recording. So this is going to be – this is coming a month from now. Woo! This fucking thing. Oh, so yeah. we don't have a ton of stuff to talk about here. Ah, there goes the curtain. The curtain's ripped back. But I got a couple things. All right, I got a couple as well. All right, so we're going to have to we're gonna have to make do. We'll do. But, Mountain uh, Dew. Write in, call in if you have something you want us to discuss. Please. Uh, but I'll tell you, I'm fresh hot off a U.S. Open last night. I mean, when I say hot, I mean it was hot. Oh, yeah. It's a scorcher out here in the Big Apple. Heat wave, folks. Uh, climate change. Get used to it. 150 degrees. That's going to be the norm by by mid-century. You got that right. 2049. Norm, norm McDonald. What's that mean? Norm. Oh, the new Norm McDonald. I say. I forgot <laughs> I said Norm. <laughs> thought he had a climate change bit. I went to the U.S. Open last night, which, as you know, I go every year. It'd be fun to put together a, like a, all these events that we go to annually. And yes. Just put together the Tuesdays with stories. We could have huh. a Super Bowl episode. We could have a Patriots Day episode. We could have a U.S. Open episode. We could have a fucking whatever. Like a, like a clip show. A clip show. Like a, like a compilation it. of every time I've talked about the marathon or the U.S. Open. Or Pearl Jam. Or coming on your back. Yes. Oh, he didn't come. That would be a... Double disc. Yeah, it'd be too long. Double dicks. Ah, uh-huh. double dip. I think if I was a woman, I'd, l- I'd want two dicks. I'm sorry. Oh, in you? Not in me, but at the, to play with. No, it's just more work. Yeah, but I like the word. The work is good. I mean, it's, work. You got a dick in your pussy, and you got one in your mouth. You're spinning plates. It's too much. You, why, why wouldn't you want to enjoy? It's like 69ing while getting fucked. I would love that. Are you kidding? Uh, look, I've had a threesome in my day. Well, tell me about it. And male, male, female, or male, male, male? Male, male, man? Wait a minute. Female, male female, man. male. Carl Malone? I don't know who I am. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so. Two women. Two women. Okay. And uh, it's uh, it's fun. And That's... the whole time you're going, I can't believe this happened. It's like the movies. I've watched this fucking my whole life, and now it's happening. But it's a lot. Yeah. Well, that's different. I'm talking the female with two men. I, you got to blowing a guy is is a difficult task as is, I believe. Yeah, I've I've done it. It's not as hard as you'd think, but um, <laughs> well, he was. was I for that day? <laughs> um, but the, the 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 receiving the thing. If you're in a doggy style blowing, you can just focus on the blow while you're getting pounded back there. But you want to focus on the pound town. What about a double hand job? A little again. It's like two shake weights. You're working. <laughs> 
Yeah. I, I don't think women want to do a lot of the beach and the handies anyway. They're doing that for us to be nice. I'm, I'm not saying women want to. I'm saying me as a woman. Oh, okay. Because okay. I'm a guy. I'd love to have two women at the same time. That would sure. be exciting. You've never had a three? No, no three. Interesting. I just missed a three. Ah, you had a two? <laughs> a ton of twos. Yeah. Gym twos. Uh, um, <laughs> Tommy Twos. Great, great, great comedian. Make some lankier. Um... What, what did I start this? Uh, Derek Walsh is calling. Oh, good. Why don't you do a Patreon with him sometime? Yeah, he's cool. Funny Wait, guy. What did I fucking start? Oh, the U.S. Open. Yes. Uh, back at the U.S. Open, went out there last night, a night sesh, which is fun. They call it prime time under the lights. And for Ooh. the second time this year, I got to see Rafael Nadal and Serena Williams, two of the best players of all time. Is that the top man, top woman? Well... Nadal is currently the top man. Serena isn't because she was had a she spit a kid out, so she's dropped quite a bit in oh, rankings. Oh yeah, with a white man. Is that true? I believe. Or oh yeah, he kind of looks nerdy. One of them's got a whitey on the hook. I I don't know the difference between Serena and Jupiter. What's her name? Venus. Venus. Yeah. Yes. And as we're recording now in real time, they're playing each other tomorrow night. But this will be it'll be oh, long over. I like that. Out. Yeah, they've played. This is the thirtieth time they've met. Whoa! Yeah! Wow! What are they doing? How do they? Aren't they sisters? Shouldn't they be? They should be done meeting. Well, they play together sometimes. Well, I, they are meeting and competitively, I head see. to head, puss to puss, now tit who, to tit. Who does the dad go for on that one? Do they have a crazy dad like Tiger? There's a new commercial right now. I tweeted it today. It's the best commercial I've ever seen. They inter interwebbed footage of Serena as a kid with her dad being like, "Okay, try the serve," and then it cuts to the U.S. Open. He's like, Whoa. "Just like you're at the U.S. Open." And then it like cuts to her like as a kid. So you gotta watch it. I'll show it to you. Wow! It's like unbelievable. It's moving. I I tweeted it. I'm like I'm obsessed. I've watched it 50 times. I sent it to everybody. I feel like Serena. I hear more about than uh, Mars. She's much more successful than old Pluto. So she's better. Way better. Okay. Bigger, better, younger, the whole thing. Oh wow, got it. Well, yeah, man, that whitey. You got to hand it to that nerdy. I think he's a blonde Caucasian honky cracker. Yeah, he's a he's a nerdy guy, but I'm sure he loves. I mean. That's the kind of woman you talk about my eating cum instead of my face. I mean, Man. that's the kind of woman. Oh yeah, I'd really like to have her. Like, I picture her grabbing me by the ankles and doing like a helicopter, and yes. then just whipping me off the wall, and I slide down and eat right. my jizz. She'll put a racket handle up your anal. Oh man, I would like that. Big Wilson. Yeah, serve me. Uh, Spalding. Uh, I'll serve her backhand. Uh huh. <laughs> but yeah, she's a she's a full figured gal, and she's got some meat on her. I feel like she could just throw you. Yeah, she's something else, and then and just charming and sweet. She's always funny in the post game. She does that little twirl, but she can really dominate when she slides out, does the split and the whole thing. Oh, the yeah. outfits, it's great. Classic. So that was exciting. The problem is. When you see the early rounds, you see these exciting players. Yeah. It's not close. Uh -huh. The later rounds, they get more expensive. They're more exciting. I end up watching them on TV. But you go, and you're like, I'm going to go see Nadal, but he's playing fucking my Uncle Dale, <laughs> and it's over in 45 minutes. He just right. annihilates. And then Serena, forget about it. She won like 6-1, 6-2. It's crazy. I thought you got a day pass. I didn't know you had to pay for the individual game. That's how they get you. Well, you get a pass, but I mean, the night nighttime is only a few matches because during the day, early rounds, it's all happening. There's 50 <laughs> matches every. It's like a it's like a festival. You run from one court to the other, and you can watch people real up close. It's very uh -huh. exciting. All At right. nighttime, it quiets down. They just got it down to one match or so. Got it. But it was exciting. It was fun. I went by myself, and I realized. I think I like just going to sports by myself sometimes because oh, I want to yeah. focus. I like to enjoy it. 
Sometimes you go with someone that doesn't know. You got to explain the game. Right. Other times someone's drunk and they're talking during the serve and everyone's shushing you and you're like, I'm sorry, he's an idiot. Right. Well, what about baseball? Though? I feel like baseball, you can really yuck it up. Baseball's more of a conversational sport. Exactly. Tennis, they're shushing you. It was like being at a comedy show. The judge kept being like, people, please Whoa. stop talking. I was like, keep your voices down. It's right. weird to be at a sporting event where you hear, keep your voices down like yeah. 50 times. Right. And golf's the same. There's a lot of shh. Yes. You got to shush. He's up to the putt. He sinks it. Ah! Yeah. How do you feel about Norm tweeting out the play-by-play? I think it's just him being a kook. I think it's pretty hilarious. I don't really read him, and I don't know anything about golf, but I, you know, obviously I love Norm. But uh, yeah, I think it's just him being like, "I'm this is who I am. I'm an old man. Fuck it." He's kooky. He's a kook. He's uh, he's a classic. I do what I want, kook. I'll tell you. That's hurt his career. Canadian kook. Uh. I'll tell you, I was going out there, and I, I, I hate to keep bitching about travel, but this MTA system, I think I might vote for this Cynthia Nixon broad. Is that right? Yeah, because I, I don't know if she's going to fix I haven't listened to any debates or whatever, but we need some change she, when it comes to the MTA. Is she talking about She likes weed. I know she likes weed. Oh, okay. That's weed. all I know, and she's gay. Yeah, well... Gay's nice. I mean, I don't. I don't really care either way when it comes yeah. to a politician. I don't care either. But she played a straight woman on television. Isn't that Acting? against the rules? Oh, everybody goes. Oh, wait. He, he's not trans. Give this part to a trans person. Well, she's not gay. She's playing a gay. Well, back then, or no, I think she's it, playing a straight. Back then, I don't think it mattered as much. Neil Patrick Harris has always played straight. That's right. But I'm just saying, you don't hear the back. I don't care either way. But you never hear the backlash on the gay side. Mm. Uh huh. Well, I think there's more backlash of them just not working. So people are just happy when they're working, I think. I guess. I don't know what's what anymore. That's why the argument is so silly, because it's inconsistent. Yeah, I can't keep track of all this stuff anymore. It's all making me crazy. The internet and the business. I got people emailing me and writing about me and people posting about us. Everybody's angry. It's all kook dukes. And I had a tweet uh, last night or slash a couple weeks ago now, if you're listening, where I was like, these people, they're just like, who who disagrees with me? I want to make sure I never talk to them again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like a classic thing now. It's going to be the fucking desecration of our civilization. People are like, I don't want to talk to anyone that disagrees with me. You're like, well, isn't that the very essence of debate and civilization exactly. and, and politics? Yes. We'll never get anywhere if we just shut everything down. You disagree? Get out of my face. Like. That means we have to. We can't have a church and a not church. I can't be atheist because you believe in God. It's so stupid. It's it's childlike. It's against the foundation of our founding fathers. Yeah. Oh, we're all white men. I know. I'm sorry. Oh boy. Wigs. Well, where were the Asians? Why didn't they come here? Uh, I don't know. I think they were in Asia. I guess. Well, I don't we know. were in England. I don't know what. About <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. We somebody had to come here. Yeah, somebody needs to come my back. You got that right. Um, but So I'm going out. I don't want to keep shitting on the MTA, but I, I go out there, and I had a good day yesterday. I, I went into the city. I met up with Dan Hirsch on our pal, who still listens. Thank you, Danny Hirsch. Love a dancing. What a good guy. Great guy. Great head of Jew hair on that guy. He's like, oh. got a shell of curls. It's a real Brillo, yeah. Yes. And uh, an surprisingly eraser. ripped, too. Is that right? Oh, yeah. He's got big shoulders and Jew pecs, the I whole thing. Surprised. Boy, you get out of comedy, you start looking good. No, he looked good in comedy, too. I think I he's know. one of these guys. He's uncomfortable in life, so he just does push-ups in his room all day. He's uh, like he's like Max Cady. He's a convict. Yeah. <laughs> he's, got, he's got the scales of justice tattooed right. on his asshole. <laughs> um, uh, but anyways. He, he goes to the problem child, just starts dying laughing. I, I met a yeah, huge cigar the size of uh, the dick I want uh-huh. in my ass. Right. Um, but yeah, he's... Uh, 
great guy, good meetup. And then I was going to have him show me how to do this web stuff. I was like, you got to show me how to do videos so I can promote. And then he showed me for like 20 minutes. I'm like, what if I just paid you to do it? He's like, that seems easier. I was like, let's go to Chipotle. There you go. Is there a better feeling when you're having a meeting uh, and then you're just like, this is stupid. What are we doing? No better feeling, but uh-huh. if I can debate you and disagree and still have a conversation. Sure. I'll still love you. I'll kiss you on the dick. All right. I was sitting here not but two days ago, and I'm emailing Shelby. I'm emailing my video guy. I'm like, hey, can you do this? Can you do that? And they're both like, I'm swamped. You're you're annoying. Get, learn, learn to do something for yourself, you piece of garbage. I hate you. You should stop doing comedy and kill yourself. I was like, all right, I got it. So I said, you know what? Maybe I'm sitting here. I have the whole day free. I should have been writing, but fuck it. I learned how to do it. I, lo- I watched a tutorial. I sat there. I fucked it up 12 times. I couldn't find a certain... You know, you, the, the tutorial, they make it look so easy. Then you go try to do it yourself. And you, where's that one button? How did he find that button? I can't find the button. I've talked about this before. Everyone's like, you can learn this on YouTube. You can learn how to eat pussy and play guitar and, and, and smoke a banjo. At but, the same time. And then I'm watching it and I go, to take this and I'm a slow learner. I'm a fucking retard, yeah, for yeah. lack of a better word. I, I, I don't know how to do it. They're like, yeah. take the thing, scroll the settings, and then they, they're they operating from a, the idea that you know how to do things. I guess so, yeah. Like, Hershon's like, double finger click. I'm like, what the fuck is... I never even heard of that. He's like, wow. do a double finger swipe. That's how you get a squirter. Yeah, well, he didn't squirt. He cried. That's but a squirt. He kept telling me how to do things. I didn't know what the fuck... I don't even know what he's talking about. Yeah, well, either way, this took me, don't get me wrong, this took me 11 tries of failing and going, ah, I quit, and I just jerk off, because uh-huh. that I know how to do. Yes. There's no surprises there, except for that weird wart. But, uh, so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm looking at YouTube, and I just, I got two windows open. I got the we- the YouTube guy talking to me, and I got my own YouTube open where I'm learning it. And I'm just, there's no surprises foolproof and i learned it and i'm halfway through and i'm pretty excited about it oh that's well it is teach a man to fish and whatever but sometimes the stuff i'm like i should learn this i mean i learned how to upkeep my website and update that so oh I you did that. that's good well i knew that i, I learned that when he from the get-go because my oh, web guy was like that. that's gonna be thousands of dollars you gotta figure this out on your own well, i'm gonna learn that myself so i do that but some of it you're like I should be spending time writing and not yeah. fucking clicking and dragging and editing. I know, but we say that, and then we go, ah, I'm going to go wipe my ass for three days. Well, sometimes you got to have fun, too. I mean, sure, if someone sure. can do it for you, it's great, you know? I mean, eventually you get to a point where you're paying somebody to do this anyways, I would yeah, think. Yeah, good point. I but, don't know. I don't know nothing about anything. But it's good to get your fat ass into the mix a little bit and, and fail and then learn. It, it, it gets your brain doing new shit. I think that's good. Like, when I went to China... My phone's on the fritz. You, you gotta, you gotta get. You're in the airport. You go. That signs a bunch of characters, and this is all out of whack. And he's got uh, squinty eyes. And then you gotta figure it out. You gotta, you gotta get on your heels and, and do some some thinking. Yes. Well, that that's something that might also be different than figuring out how to make a video on the internet. I'm I'm, I'm learning mandolin. I'm learning right, how to you right. know rub a back and. Suck a dick. I, there's different things at different times. Sometimes you're not interested in. I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to fucking edit a thing. And not, I tried. I I'm, did try, but then I was like, I don't know what any of this means. And right, it's expensive. Right. And yeah. he was getting frustrated. I'm getting frustrated. Well, anyways, the point is, we had a great talk. Yeah. Great times. Good oldies. I I just think it's good for every now and then because we're losing this as a as a species. Like everything's like just easy and a click of a button. And a phone call away, and a text away, and Amazon's got a drone up my ass. So all that. But I think it's good to just go, ah, i got to figure this out. Yes. 
especially because I'm scared of the unknown. Not only am I scared of the unknown, I just go, ah, blow me. Fuck it. You do it. Yeah. And so it's good to every now and then rub a few sticks together and try to get a fire going. For sure. Instead of turning on the BBQ propane. Uh-huh. Well, however you get there, you're getting there. and uh, But it's not something I want to do. <laughs> I, don't, I just knocked my own glasses off. Yeah, you did. Oh, boy. But anyways, the MTA is what I tried to talk about. <laughs> This is, like a, this is like a fucking Gullman bit. We really went off the rails Ooh, there. We digressed. We digressed. digressed. Oh, I got to talk about Gullman. I'll get to my show in a moment. But anyways, I'm going. I have a nice day. Met with Hershon. All the bullshit. Bought a computer. Sucked my own dick. Then it's time to go to the open. I'm like, yeah, I'll go leisurely. I'll just head out to the open. I take the end train to the seven train. You go up there, and it looks like the fucking Tokyo fucking... Drift? No, not Drift. Uh, what do you call it? The prime time when everyone's coming home from rush work? hour. Rush hour, yes. Good movie. I disagree. Uh, I go up there. It's pat. People are eight people deep. They go, folks. We got signal problems. Signal problems. Your mother's gone. Ah, uh, hate a signal problem. It's like I said. The train is never running. It's just fucking horseshit. So immediately, I'm like, the train pulls up and it's rush hour and the open. So it's packed. The platform's packed. The train is packed. Literally, not one person could get on the train. Wow. So it's like you have 5,000 people waiting. None of them could get on. I posted the picture on Instagram. It's like Tokyo. They squeeze them in like sardines. Yeah, they got a guy with white gloves, and he fucking crams them in with a stick. Yep. Uh, Chopstick. So I go down there. I go downstairs. I order a lift. My lift shows up, and three women, three fucking ladies, jump in my lift. I'm looking at the license plate, the guy, and everything. Oh, they just weird. jump in. They're like, woo, U.S. Open, here we come. And they're drunk, you know, what? ladies. Kind of attractive. Now, wait, are they knowing this is not their lift, or do they think it's their lift? I think they thought it was there. So I stand there, and luckily there's a bit of traffic, and I was like waving at the driver, a young African-American fellow, and I'm pointing at my phone and his license plate. I'm like, this is me. And then you can't hear him. You just see him like lean over and like point at me and like his mouth is moving and then the girl looks at me like what? Uh, and then they all get out. It's like uh, it's like Seinfeld, Kramer, and Elaine and getting into the limo. Uh, like they all come like piling out. They're like, oh, we're idiots. And then they got into another car and then they got out of that. And they're like, this isn't art either. Like wow. they're just jumping into random cars with pink signs in the window. The entitlement. Oh, everything is mine. Everything is mine. This must be for me. Yeah, they were cool. I think they were drunk. So then I get in uh, and I'm like, sorry to replace a bunch of women. And he's like. Phew. He did that. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'll be quieter, I promise. And then it was a quiet ride out to the, you know, uh, Flushing. And uh, we get out there. And then we start chatting as we're entering the facility. I'm, he's like, oh, my God. He's like, there's traffic. And we start chatting about um, what you, gentrification Ooh. and all this stuff. And He's probably a New Yorker, right? He's a New Yorker. He's from Queens. There he grew go. up in Jamaica. And ah. then we started talking about, you know, how expensive everything is and how the MTA sucks and how corrupt it is and all this stuff. Great combo, and then he's like, "You should just jump out here," because like, he's like, we're gonna, "Otherwise, we have to go all the way around." So I get out, and there's a cop who's like, "Get back in the car! Get back in the car!" Oh, here we go. And I was like, "Jesus!" And that, but right in front of us, there's a car unloading. Huh? And I was like, "Well, how come they got to get out of the car?" Yeah. And he's like, "Man, I don't even know." And I was like, "Boy, I don't want to start any shit here, but kind of makes me question. I'd like to know the race of the guy driving that car." And the guy was like, ooh, my brother. You my brother. He's like, I wouldn't go there, but if you're going to go there, my brother, I think the same thing. I, we had a nice little bond. I hear you. You got the, the Rastafari driver, and that's a good time. But Well, he's regular black. I know, but he's from Jamaica, Queens, so he's oh, going for it. But if he, what is the difference between the driver's color? I don't get why they said. I don't know, but the, the cop was sitting right there. A whole family got out of the car. Uh-huh. So maybe he's like, I'll let this white guy let his people up, but not the black guy. I mean, I'm just. Interesting. 
I'm just spitballing here, and yeah. I wanted to bond, of course, but some sure. reason... Good way to bond. Some reason, fucking the Gaffigans got out of their car, but right. I couldn't get out of my car. Uh-huh. And he really gave me the business and gave him the business. He's like, you don't drop off here. This isn't the drop-off. And I was like, well, how come these people got out of their Interesting. car? Interesting. Hot pockets. So, I mean, you know, certainly there's uh, racism it is out there. Yeah. And... Um, that's funny. I don't know what else to think. I yeah, I guess, and I guess that's where his brain went as well. I just get worried about the the jumping straight to racism with everybody because it's not always racism, and so I I panic when people jump to it. Well, like I said, we're just having a conversation in the car. I didn't post on Facebook. Here's sure. Officer McCaffrey is a fucking douchebag racist. Let's get his badge and fuck his mother and his wife. Totally. totally. I'm just in a car having a conversation, and it. That's my thought. I'm like, it does make me wonder. It's uh, yeah. interesting. I hear nothing wrong with wondering. I just don't want the absolutes. I'm not absolute, and there's no repercussions for the guy. We're just having a conversation. Well, but it certainly was interesting yeah, it's that right in plain sight, this guy lets his people out. Of course, we don't know. I mean, maybe that guy was black and had a headdress and whatever the fuck. Sure, sure. Headdress. I don't know what that meant. A turban? Turban. Yeah, or maybe he's a Native American. Who knows Ooh. what he is? I saw a black guy. I, uh, I got home at about 11 p.m. from a gig last night. And I just like to walk around. I love the village so much that I'll just walk around it for like 20 minutes. Love it. Takes a village. Yes. Village people. So I'm walking around, and I just love it. The brownstones, the cobblestone streets, the whole thing, the trees, the lights. And I get to Greenwich Ave, and there's a black guy with his hood up, like the hood open of his car. He's wow. leaning on his car. He's got like a real POS. Damon Zimmerman again. And uh, hoodie. And he's leaning on the car, hood up, and he's got jumper cables on the on the battery, and then the cable is just dragged out and like hanging in like on his side view mirror. Hmm. Meaning like, I need a jump. Will someone jump me? I'm I'm a I'm a Now I've been jumped by a black guy. Oh yeah, I've been jumped <laughs> by a few. But uh, he's got like hat in hand, I need a jump, it's fucking midnight or twelve eleven thirty. Throw me a bone, I'm 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 putting it all out there, I'm vulnerable. And I was like, I saw cars just whizzing by, and I remember thinking, if this, he was a big, scary, large Afro-Americana, uh -huh. tattooed, the whole thing. And I was like, I wonder if this was a white chap, if he would have been jumped by now. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? You never know. You got to what? It's cool. It's good to ask these questions yes. and wonder these things. Yeah, that's, and I, I remember thinking, if I had a car, I'd jump the hell out of this guy. Jump him up. Why not? I love a jump. I'd like to put those cables on my nipples. Ooh. Yeah. That might that might turn you black. Yeah. Ooh. Might char you. See my bones. Yeah, because me and Andy Klein in D.C. were uh, out, oh, in Baltimore. We were outside the comedy club, and this black guy walked up, and he's like, hey, do you guys mind jumping me? We were happy to jump him. Good jump. Well, I'll tell you, we think we talked about this before in other formats, but years ago, me and Nate Bargatze and Louis J. Gomez were talking, and Louis was talking about how he can't get a cab, and we were like, oh, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. You're all full of shit. And then he's like, go over there. And we like hit around the corner, and Louis tried to hail a cab, and they were just whizzing right, right by him. Wow. Nate came out, hailed that thing, and they crashed into each other. Wow. We did a little sociological experiment. I love it. That's he's like, they stuff. were not picking up what well, they were putting go, down. Well, there you go, folks. You heard it here, anal. But my thing is, cabbie, rarely white guy. Very rarely. In this city. In this city. Yeah, everywhere so else. let's factor that in as well. You know, everybody goes, oh, the racism and white people. It's like, well, yeah, yeah, sure, that exists, but this guy's got a fucking dot on his forehead, so let's yell at him as well. Yes. In fact, I don't see that many Indian cab drivers either. What do you see? Middle Eastern. 
Ah, well, well, it's a tough... Uh, well, I think it's almost exclusively. Well, maybe there's some Indian. That's quite a few Indians, quite a few. I guess. And also, how do you know the difference? So these are just uh, brown men with an accent. Oh, you can tell the difference by the name. and uh, I mean, Indian people, I don't think, wear uh, the turban. No, that's true, but I'm not and sure they, the names. Yeah. Well, I look at the names. I see the back of a guy's head, and that's about it. Yeah, and there's different accents and such. All right, well, I don't see color. I don't know if we're supposed to talk about this. Probably not, uh, but I'll tell you, speaking of public trans mm-hmm. gender, you gotta get, if you're in New York and you don't know what you want to do for money, become a Lyft Uber driver. You're gonna clean up. That L train's going down. You can't get a ride to the fucking Flushing. The, the trains are screwed. You gotta go Uber. You gotta make it, you gotta clean up. Yeah, wacky train. The trains just make me crazy. And then I'm already swiped in. So I, it's free, essentially. I have an unlimited card. Sure. I've swiped in. And now I get a Lyft 38 bucks. I just oh, lost 40 bucks. The MTA. Wow. I'm like, you should owe me that because it's yes. rush hour and we sat in traffic and it's a peak event. Whatever the f- they gouge you. Yes. And evidently, this guy was telling me that if you get a cab or Lyft, the MTA gets a cut. There's like a piece. There's what? a tax to the MTA. What? Yeah, dude. They are fucking corrupt as corrupt can be. Whoa. And they're all getting richer. They keep jacking the prices. This is why I swipe people in. I'm like, I swipe oh, everyone in. I'm like, get swiper. in there. Go ahead. I swipe you in, then I swipe your ass. We should be jumping the turnstile. I want to fucking take hostages and Let's throw eggs it. and paintballs at people. Let's protest. This is out of control. Yeah, we got to suck our own dicks and spit the results in the face of the driver. Sure. But again, I don't know if it's the driver. It's not. It's well, the that's city. the, the fat cats. That's the thing we talked about a few weeks ago with the airlines. Is there's no accountability. The uh-huh. guy, the thing goes, "You're rude. You're yelling at me." He's like, "I want to go home too. I make 15 bucks an right. hour." You're like, "You're right. Good point. Okay." But the, I think they they keep the higher ups are all corrupt and oh, rich and yeah. fucking douchebag. They've, they've never taken a subway since the sandwich shop. That's yeah. about all they're doing. Yeah, Jared Vogel. Um, kids. Well, let me let me talk about my uh, benefit show. Can Please, I, I hear rave reviews, mostly Oof. from you. Oof. I mean, there's a few few Tuesdays there. One guy that I thought was Latino, he was on the floor laughing. I really, he's probably Middle Eastern. I don't know what the hell he was. He looked tan. He had like a pinstripe pencil thin beard. What do you <laughs> oh, call the, it? the chin strap. Chin strap. Uh, Big mistake with the chin strap. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what was going on. I I think he doesn't know that he's Latino. You know what I mean? Ah. Ah, it must be nice. You ever meet those people that you're like, they're like, I'm not Jewish. You're like, what? Oh, all the time. Yeah, you are. I've got that about me. Like, like, you're definitely Jewish. It's in your family. I'm like, I'm telling you, I hate the Jews. <laughs> well, anyways, yeah. We went uh, Village Underground, uh, Earth, Wind, and Funny, which was named by Keith Robinson. We still haven't had it on the show, which is fun to do. <laughs> it's a fun gang. That's he came up with the sh- He's obsessed with Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yep. He came up with the name. He loves the band. We're just never going to have him. As I always say, that's the last thing and first thing he's written in a while. It's uh, real funny. Yeah, he's a funny guy. I mean, you have him on. I don't know if it's uh, that's his audience, to be honest, the uh, the climate change crew. No, I mean, this, this audience... They were a comedy audience. I mean, yes. so we do the show, and uh, we gave the money to Direct Relief. I did some research, and they were, they have the charity navigator. These people, because all the corruption, like similar to the MTA, these charities, they're all like Susan Komen got exposed, and uh, Wounded Warriors, I think, had some problems. Ooh. Where they, they take money, and they, they, everyone gets rich at the top of the CEOs of these organizations, and then they give out people's emails. They sell people's email addresses and shit. So these charities sometimes are quite shady, so you got to really investigate. But Direct Relief has all the highest ratings, and they're very transparent and transphobic, the whole thing. Yes. So um, we gave, decided to give the money to 
direct relief, and they have no uh, political affiliation. They they help out all these people, Good. blah, blah, blah. Check yeah. out Direct Relief if you're looking to donate some money. Will do. Um, like so we do the play. show for them. This is the second time we've done it. Michelle and I co-host, and she's been real busy and swamped, and she's a big star. So I kind of booked the show. I got Soder, Jay Okerson, Gary Gullman, Marina Franklin. Smart. You got your diversity. You got great comics. You got killer acts. Killer acts. So we go up. Packed house, sold out. We'd sold about 100 tickets just from plugging it on here and having oh, it on the website. How do you like that? Which was something. And then she she cleaned up the rest. She threw out an Instagram story, and boom, it was over. Sold wow. out. Packed show. We had a good mix of Tuesdays and bonfires and wolfers, wolferoos, wolf of Wall Streets, whatever you call them. Blitzers. Yes, I like that. I'll take it. Although I think that's the Nazis were blitzers, too. That's Blitzkrieg? Mm, I hate Creed. One of the worst bands of all time. Yeah, Nickelback, too. Yeah, they suck. I want all my money back. Yeah, I'll take a dime. So we do the show Tuesday night. And you know the cellar... the cellar in the underground, you're outside. People are just lingering yes. outside. There's the the guy golfing with milk cartons yes. and the crazy homeless person. McDonald's is always a buzz. Yes. And this fat black pussycat the is there note. in the underground. And then there's a big line of people. And they're recognizing you like, that's Liz. That's him. There he is. And you ah. feel cool. You feel like, hey, how you doing, folks? I love it. I don't want to talk to you, but I love that you know me. I go downstairs. Donnelly's down there. Bullshit with Donnelly. And the crowd's just pouring in. Liz is there. She's excited. Wolf comes down. Soder's there. Gullman's there. Woo. What a show. Good group. Marina comes down. She's like, thanks for talking about the Conan, blah, blah, blah. Great Conan. We'd already plugged it. Yes. So we go up, Wolf and I go up together. We got nothing planned. There's something fun. It's similar to the podcast. Sure. You go up there, you got zero. We're walking up, I'm like, I don't know what the hell was going to happen. She's I like, oh, it. we'll figure it out. I love it. You're, that's exhilarating. It's so fun. Like, we're both, you feel like fighters because it's so packed. You're walking up. We both hit record and put our phones in our back pocket at the same time. We look like cowboys. Oh, fun. It's like a revolver. Yeah, it was pretty exciting. So we go up there, great album. So we go up there, and then we just kind of riff. We open mic it, and uh, we're doing our new bits and punching each other up, plugging each other's oh, assholes. Oh, you're, bump, you're, you're running bits on each other. Yeah, she's oh, like, what do you think about great. this? I'm like, that's funny. I'm like, what do you think about that? And some of my shit kind of ate. I ate it quite a few times throughout the show, but I, it was kind of funny to me. It's of funny course. to eat it when you're with somebody because you're funnier. like, oh, whatever. They want to see that. That's a, It makes you vulnerable and endearing. Yes. Love to endear. Endeared, endeared species. Ah. ah. You were, on a, you were really on a run there. I bombed just now. Oh, boy. Well, the people like it. They like a bomb. Man, I'm with you. Middle Eastern. Uber. Not the Puerto Ricans. Um, <laughs> every once in a while, you get an Asian. I don't know what accent that was, but you get an Asian driver every once in a while. Yeah, every now. I had an Asian lady the other day, and I was like, ooh, this will be interesting. <laughs> Yikes. This could go either way. Yikes. Either way, bad or worse. Yeah. What? Either way. Uh, anyways, so we go up there. We have a good time. Marina goes up, and right away, this crowd is hot. Marina kills. Oh, she uh, kills. took the bullet. Oh, she took the bullet. She had to get out of there. Kill. I mean, she murdered. She's funny, man. Marina's a beast. Oh, my God. Real real comic. Just yes. great jokes and uh, really working. It's so funny. Then she comes off stage. We're like, we'll bring soda right up. Of course, we fuck around. Like, you can't go up there with someone and bring someone right up. Because no, everything impossible. you say, you're like, what was that? You Ex- said this? Exactly. Soda goes up. Soda rips it. I mean, he <laughs> rips it. And there's some woman yelling out. Someone was like, talk about. Well, we, Michelle and I were up there. She's like, talk about Trump. And Michelle kind of snapped. She's like, shut up. She's like, are you not getting enough Trump material? She's like, shut the fuck up. You uh, suck. And that was I hilarious. The crowd those, loved it. Those twats who yell up because. 
You start yelling at them and they go, no, no, I hate you. Don't you realize that you're hated? She was yelling the whole show. At one point during the show, she's like, you don't want kids? And he's like, not with you. And that got a big applause. He's like, shut up. Stop it. Uh, stop it, people. But he killed. It was one of those shows where like, yo, she come back. You're like, that was fun. We're eating wings. We got the whole, what do you call it? Assortment. A we spread. had wings, calamari spread. Oh, oh we spread, baby. Spread my cheeks. Soda kills. I go upstairs. I grab Gullman. I'm like, you're up, baby. I put up Gullman. He's like the best. He's the best writer out he's there. He's been the best for so long. I mean, he's at the highest level of comedy for 20 years. Just murdering yes and then big j closes it out and big j is like a master a masterful performance he's a maestro one of the best things i've ever seen he's just sitting there doing crowd work going into bits back to crowd work everybody's howling i mean you think they're like you know some of the wolf people might be like these crazy left-wing whatevers but uh. they're not they're just comedy fans or maybe they're whatever but big j just won him over he's doing like the funniest shit i've ever heard in my life and don't you love that feeling when someone's on stage killing and you're in the back with comics, you're all making eye contact, laughing. It's yes. being Soda and Wolf. We're like shoving each other, elbowing each other. Yes, you're connecting. Magical show. Fucking killer. Uh, I was leaving there. I bumped into Gnome. Gnome's like, ah, oh, I got to talk. Because it was during this whole Louis thing. Gnome's really taking some heat. Oh, yeah. He's taking on the chin. Poor guy. He's a smart, beautiful man. Great guy. So thoughtful. Big supporter of uh, the amendments and all that business. And, and the arts. And the arts. And just a great charitable thoughtful good man and so we chatted for a while and by the it was kind of nice because he's like ah, i wanted to chat so we were sitting there chatting and the whole audience was leaving and like every 10 seconds he gets interrupted by someone uh, being like that was an amazing show unbelievable oh, that is nice. huge fan like you gotta do an hour here which is kind of nice because the owner's sitting there yes um so that was enjoyable then a lady with gigantic bosoms was like i want to give you a hug and i was like okay you think she knows like i want to give you a little treat here I think she was giving me a treat. Sometimes I think I get treated like a child because I have a. I got crooked teeth and I'm lanky. My head's too big and I have a forehead. I'm holding a lollipop and a hat. Yeah, the whole situation. So balloon. sometimes I'm like, I think they're like, what a sweet little virgin yeah. loser who wants well, you, to eat his cum. You, you stick that up a little in your act. You go, I'm the nerdy guy. I, I don't do know. Do I? Well, I do a on. bit about how I'm not a nerd. Well, not I'm a nerd. talking about having sex the whole time. Nerd's the wrong word, but you know, you do the whole like, oh, you guys mad at me? I'm insecure. I hate myself. I'm gay. Yeah, well, I mean, that's how I feel, but I, I don't think I do a nerd thing. Nerd I have no was nerd. The wrong word. There's no sci-fi. I'm talking about sex. <laughs> I feel like I'm smarter than everyone in my act. I'm kind of like this guy's an idiot. That guy was right, dumb. That was right. stupid. Nerd's no good. I, but yeah, insecure might be the word. I'm certainly insecure, but I think it's based on my look, though. I think if I did the exact same act and the exact same style, like Chris D doesn't have anyone going, oh, that's true. Oh, I'm going to give you a hug, baby. Yeah. They're just like, oh, he's great. I want to fuck that guy. He's a beefcake. And he's up there all kinds of reeling. He's got all kinds of insecurities. Anxiety. He's a mess. He's got a big head. He's sexy. His body fits his big head, though. Yeah. He's just a handsome guy who looks pretty ripped. Nice piece, too. Decent he sent piece. it to me several times. Decent piece on the guy. Hell of a piece. But anyways... Great show. We're going to do another one, so keep an ear out, because these shows are killer. Yes. Earth, Wind, and Funny 3. What was your booking strategy there? Strategy. Thank you. Well, I thought, you know... Uh, you got the you got the woman. You got Wolf as a woman, and you got a black lady. Nothing wrong with that. Well, Wolf is very particular, Ah, of course. I mean, we are, right. too. We're, we're comedy cunts, of course. So Snob. A, and, uh, yeah, so, so, you know, you got to make sure we're both approve right and of course she loves soda right 
And then Soder was like, you should come on Bonfire and talk about it. And I was like, well, let's get Jay, too, then. If we're going to come, we ended up not going on Bonfire. But like, let's go. get Jay also. So I was like, Michelle, are you cool with Jay? She's like, I love Jay. I was like, great, done. Done. And then last time we tried to get Marina. We, we love Marina. Uh, and she's a killer. So we got Marina, and then Gullman's like my go-to. Anytime yeah, he, he's, he's available, a, you got to get him. He's the fine scotch of comedy. He's so, top-notch. That was it. We're all buddies. I like all of them. They all work at the cellar, and they were all will- and they're all thoughtful, charitable people. Ah, that's good. That's nice too. Yeah, you know who's a killer act uh, that no one really talks about. I feel like it's Jessica Kirsten. Oh my God! Yeah, Murder. one of the all-time killers. One of the all-time killer, biggest closer in the biz. I had to follow her the other night. It was it was death. She's so good, and she she she's so captivating, and like the room is just obsessed with her. And then when she gets off, they get off with her, and then you go up, and they're like, "Who are you? We don't care about you." Yeah, I had. She's been killer for a long time. I remember coming down here and doing like bringer shows in like 02 and like I had to follow her and she wow. just fucking like blew the room apart and I was 19 and gay and I was like boo boo right, right. and I just ate it and, she's and like, I almost quit can I give you a hug uh, yeah I didn't get any hugs that night oh uh, no hug life alright throw throw something out. I feel like I've well, been driving the narration I wanted to say this you were talking about that that coos who was yelling out like a twat uh huh I had a guy or a gal in in Hartford who kept talking at full volume during the show not heckling just going she's probably like four rows deep but she's doing the talking where it's just like a gnat going mm. around your head just buzzing where you go god you're swatting but you're trying to keep it cool it's like i was trying to hit on a girl and there was a wasp one not queen cole yes and uh so eventually I, I go hey 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 Did I, I hope i didn't talk about this already I see that there's a kid on the wall, like a worker guy. He's just standing on the wall. He's oh, like the yeah. cedar. And I go, hey, hey, buddy, you're on the clock. And he's like, whoa. He's like a cute Asian teenager. He's just like a summer gig for him, I guess. And I go, hey, what are you doing? Tell her to shut up. I lost it. And I'm, I feel bad because I'm yelling at him, but I'm like, make yourself useful, buddy. Like, get in there. No, I've had and that he happen. Was, like, he was flabbergasted. I've had that happen at comedy clubs, and sometimes it's clubs. I'm not going to name names. But, like, sometimes they're chains where they don't really have a lot of love for the art. They're not, they're just kind of a restaurant. Yes. And so it's like they don't tell the doormen to be like, hey, make sure you're on top of this. Right. Where you're like, once someone's yelling out or talking, it's like, go tell them to stop talking. Yeah. And I get it. It's not a priority. You're right. The chicken wings are the priority. Like, the fucking. Uh, what do you pina coladas are the priority, but it's like the guy was ten feet away from her. If I I'm way deep on stage with speakers up my ass, this guy is two inches away. He must be hearing everything perfectly. That's the thing. It's not just about us getting distracted. The people around yes! them want to watch the show. They paid. Sorry, I touched your leg. They paid. They're listening. Yes, you paid or played. So I I, I felt bad because I. I I leapfrogged the the chatty whore and I went right to Asian sensation and said, "Hey, hey, make yourself useful. Make haste." Yeah, he's allowing it. Yes. It's his fault. Exactly. What do you call that when you're you're helping a crime? A Aiding and abetting. Aiding and abetting. Yes, she was HIVing and abetting. <laughs> got that right. She had the hiv. And High five. He was not uh, getting it. And, so I, and he was like, oh, he, like his shoulders were up. He was doing this. He was shrugging. And I was like, what do you mean? Just 
tell them to shut up because if I do it, they go, oh, the dumb clown is yelling at us. If you do it, you're, you have a funny bone shirt on as some sort of authority. I know you're 11 years old with one pube and six zits, but get in there. Yeah, kick them out if you have to. Yes. Throw them out. I'm a big throw them out guy. Throw them all out. Like, you... when I, I don't want to give anything away, but I used to open for a certain comic, and uh, his big thing was... If I say, get that guy a drink, that means throw him out. Yes. And he would do that every 18 minutes. Yeah. And this guy was obviously bigger than I am now, so he had a little more pull where they were glad to have him at the club, so they did whatever he said. But still. Well, maybe we got to start doing that. Andrew Schultz, who's now blown up. Huge. He's huge. Funny guy. Yeah. he. Uh, I was in a comedy club, and uh, they were like, boy, you're a lot nicer on these people. Then uh, Andrew Schultz, I guess yeah. Schultz shows up, and before the first show, he's like, if anyone talks, you warn them that another time that you throw them out. He's yes. like, I don't care. Throw everybody out. But it's weird we have to say that. That should yeah. be just the decorum. Policy. Yes, po the policy. But some comics like it rowdy and like I chatty. So. Like tell likes so. it a little rowdy. Yeah, yeah, he's an animal, but I'm not going to say another name, but there's a comic who's been to jail for quite some time. That's like his hook. Uh -huh. And he's like, if anyone talks, throw them out immediately. If they heckle me, I will threaten to fight them. And he's fought a few people in the green Jesus room or in Christ. the lobby. Oh my god! Yeah, so like this guy's been to jail and back. He's uh, no spring chicken. So uh, like, it's just weird. You got to coach these businesses up. Yeah, about different strokes for different folks and the whole thing. Because sometimes I will say, in fairness, some of these people, the the bouncers or whatever, they walk over and be like, hey, you got to stop. And then the comic is like, "Hey, leave him alone! What are you? What are you doing?" Yeah, and then yeah, they look yeah. like assholes. So I they're trying to not get stuck in the middle or whatever. That different people handle it different ways. Right. Some people like to get it rowdy because they're having fun, and the comic's like, "No, no, I was having fun." So I do understand they can be in a tough position. Yes. But the pure apathy thing is annoying. Oh, oh yeah. You Especially feel betrayed when it's not a back and forth. It's just a person talking loudly. Yes. No comic likes someone just chatting loudly at the table. That's a good point. There are comics who might. Do crowd work and go, you said that. What'd you say? Say it again. Where are you from? What's your mother's name? Right. But if they're just having a conversation, fuck them in the ass. Please, right yeah. in the poop shoot, because what's the best club in the city? The Comedy Cellar. And what's the most stringent, you know, strict throw your ass out club? Also the Comedy Cellar. Exactly. And I think it's almost like a teenager where they crave discipline. You need, they want to, because once they walk in that door and you go, turn that fucking phone off or I'm going to punch you in the balls. If I see you doing this, I'm going to put my dick right in your ear hole. Oh, they go, okay, okay. And they go, shit, this is a real show. We right. are in for a good quality time. Right. Now, also, just a quick, to be fair, again, the seller also, and they've, they've earned it, but they're also selling out every show. So right. it does make it easier to throw people out. When you're printing money, I mean, you're selling out every show, so it's easier to go, hey, get the fuck out of here. Whereas if you're a club that's drawing 14 people, you're going to be like, hey, can you just deal with it? Because we need that 80 bucks. I agree, but I think you get to that level by having that integrity early. Right. That's another, all I'm saying. It's a chicken in the anal. Yeah, another slight advantage, too, is that they are a restaurant that's open during the day. These other clubs have to make all their money in about two hours. Interesting. It's very difficult. Interesting. Yeah, there's factors. I try to understand all the factors. Sure, that's a good debater. I'm trying to really learn and nah, live. Yes, masturbator. Yeah, and eat my own gum, but uh, on a spoon. Yeah, so that's all. I just had to yell at that Asian kid. And he, I, I talked to him later. He was like, I'm so sorry. He was like a sweet kid. He was young and shaky. But I, I was like, it, it hurt my feelings seeing him 
three inches away from this yap and not doing anything. That's all. Yip and a yap. Uh, well, should we start plugging our assholes? Oh, no, no. I got one dicks? more thing. Oh, you got another thing? Oh, yeah. thank God. And feel free to chime in. I will. I just spit up food. Um, last night, I do a gig out in uh, Jersey. New Jersey? New Jersey, not old, or basketball. And uh, it's a gig I'd done five years ago. Now, it's at the Brown Bear Pub. Good gig. This guy, Kevin, runs it. Good egg. By the way, Kev. Yeah, and I did it right after my first Conan. And I remember thinking, like, remember how dumb and, like, wide-eyed we were? Or at least I was. You know, you're like, I did Conan. I'm going to be selling out everywhere. I'm going to be traveling a private jet. I'm getting blown by, you know, Joan Jet, whatever. All those things did happen, just not Good point. as a result of the Conan. Not Never got blown by Joan Jet, but I'll... The night is young. Well, hit me with your best shot. Thank you. I couldn't think of the song. That's Pat Benatar. Joan Jett ah. is I love rock and roll. Oh, yeah, I well. love cock and cum. And uh, mold. All right. <laughs> well, so I go back and, you know, my career has been, you know, I've done more. I've done five Conan since then, some Tonight Shows, whatever you want to call it. And so they've been like, you remember us? We were that group. We booked you back when you were nothing, and now look at you. And they remembered me and all this, and I was like, oh, oh shit, all right. It was like a big thing for them. So I get there, like, not a seat in the house open. It's a full house, baby, and it's outdoors. Ooh. Yeah, so. Outdoor full house. I go out, and they're like, whatever you want to eat. They're so nice, so hospitable. Good eggs over there. Good people. Just You go 20 minutes into Jersey. It's the Midwest. Like, Jersey's a beautiful state. We've talked about it. Most underrated state. They get a bad yes. rap. Great people. Some of the best people. Great arts. Beautiful. Yeah, and great alumni. You know, you got your uh, Frank Sinatra and uh, John Stewart. So uh, I get out there. It's fun. And they put some comics up uh, up first, and it's a good time. But it's in that heat, that humidity, that muggy sweltering heat and they go what do you want i go give me the fish tacos so now i'm sitting out in the like behind the show eating fish tacos in the dark like in just like a little step area and i'm and ants are crawling on me I, I don't know but big fat black ants are crawling on Ugh. me and i go oh my god i didn't notice because i was chomping on the tuna watching the the, the comic <laughs> i love chomping on that tuna oh flaps flaps big black ant chris allen's family was there aha uh-huh. yeah hello <laughs> Woo, it was a Southern Baptist. So uh, I go, oh, my God, I'm, just, I'm brushing ants off. One was on my shoulder. That means it climbed all the way up my 5-foot-11 frame and, you know, it was on me. He could have jumped. He could have jumped, I guess. I don't think ants jump. Blacks can jump. True. All right. <laughs> I say uncle. So uh, finally I go on, and uh, it's hot. Like two minutes in, you're just pouring sweat. You're pouring sweat, and I feel... A big, fat, black auntie Ugh. going up my leg. What's with the ants? I What's outdoors? It's an outdoor gig. I know, but I mean... Uh, it's a patio, baby. Oh, jeez. Yeah, patio, daddy-o. So, you know, I, unlike you, I'm not a curtain puller. So I try to ride it out. You hate a curtain. I hate a curtain. So I, at one point, it's, behind, it's tickling the back of my knee, and I'm like, this thing will bite me at some point. I'm already pouring sweat. I'm hot as balls. I'm in jeans. The lights are on me. There's gnats everywhere. There's dragonflies. And I, I just keep kind of rubbing one leg on the other like a like a grasshopper, you know? Uh-huh. I'm trying to scratch it. Cricket. Now it goes up to the genital area, and I lose it. Oh, you got an ant in your fucking asshole. I got an ant in my pants. So I'm like, oh, my God. It's in my genital. But on the leg, I can feel every, every inch, every movement. But now it's up in the balls. It's in the pubes. It's in the underwear. It's in the schmegma. It's oh. in the toilet paper. It's in my oh, asshole. Hey, hey. 
I don't know what to do, but I just, you know, I'm like, oh, boy, peanuts are weird. What's up with legumes? Walnut? Who gets it? All right. So I'm just freaking out. I got a, I got an ant in my sack. I do the hour. Goes great. Great people. Got paid. Got out of there. Nothing. <laughs> I don't know where it went. It never resurfaced? Never resurfaced. Never felt it again, but... It's in there. Oh, he's probably in your bowels. I think he's in my bowels. I think he set up shop. He got a loft. Oh, wow. Well, that's exciting. I don't think they can survive long in there. If he went into that asshole, forget it. You think? Oh, what's he going to build a hill out of poo? I mean, he's yeah, gone. Yeah, maybe a poo hill. <laughs> maybe you pushed him out. Maybe I'll put... I haven't shit since. So. I've taken shits the size of an ant. I got a bad diet. A lot of cheese. Oh, yeah. That'll pack you in. Nice ant shit. You ever have those where you're like... <laughs> like a little carpenter ant falls yeah. out. And you're like, That's the whole shit. You look a rabbit. You yeah. just shit a pellet. I wipe and it's cleaner than a fucking uh, my mother's record. Oh yeah, she's got a good record, <laughs> platinum. So uh, yeah, that was it. But uh, holy hell, and boy, these these crowd. I mean, this is like God. Not I don't want to say God for him, but these like mid not midwest what mid-century sub- suburban oh suburban suburbanite you know moms there was a lady in the front row named ellen she was very nice she had long white hair and i started talking about some shit like the pedophile jokes they were not into racial stuff not into it was dicey wow it's funny because the the writing is just as good but the subject matter alone makes them recoil yeah they have it's it's hard hard to hear these things i guess so but i, I just don't like, do you watch the news? The news is much worse. Yeah, the new and the news is real. And the news is real. We're kidding. It's fascinating. Uh, people think you can't joke about something. I don't know. I Maybe don't know what's it. what anymore. Yeah, it's like that uh, Taylor Ketchum bit. You know, like oh. everybody loves hip hop. Is that his? Which one? They love hip hop, and they, it's guys talking about killing people and fucking bitches and smacking hoes and jizzing in their assholes and you know throwing their tacos on the ground, but. They love hip hop, but then you talk, do comedy, and they go, "Oh, easy." And I'm like, "Well, these are jokes, and that's real." Oh, Dave Smith talks oh, about it. Was it Dave that. Smith? I think that's okay. Dave Smith. It's a Dave Smith joint. Yes, funny guy, smart guy. Well, people are gonna think what they want, and uh, we can't control. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then you know, it's weird. Is I saw some people on Twitter the other day, like all these comics who rant about PC, like get over it, blah. And I'm like, well, maybe you get over being offended all the time, like. I'm only doing these jokes in the rants because you're annoying. Yeah, it's hard. Everyone thinks the other person's yeah, stupid. Yeah. And it's not and it's not changing because they go, wow, you're, all these people are too offended. Like, well, you're offended about them getting offended. And I'm like, well, you're getting offended about me getting offended by their offended. Right, and right. It's, just a, it's a circle jerk or whatever. I mean, I'm not even offended by it. I'm just confused and I want to just do my job. But I don't know. What are you going to do? Blow me and eat me out. Yeah, eat my own cum. Hey, folks, if you'd like to be offended or not offended, but see us do comedy live, come see us. Yes. Come see us tell some jokes. I am in, I think, Buffalo this weekend. Yeah, September 13, 14, and 15. Helium, Buffalo, coming back. Since first time since I recorded the album, our pal Matt Wayne will be both be farting and recording it. Uh, come out next week. I'm in Cleveland. These are some big markets. We need you, folks. Buffalo Helium this weekend. Next weekend, Cleveland. Hilarities with Jason Canner. And then just added Sacramento. Was it? Punchline? Punchline, yes. Oh, that's a Sacramento good club. Punchline, October. I think it's uh, 
26, 27, 28, something like that. Of course, the live pod is the 30th. You got so that right. Good routing. I'm going to go to Sacramento, then drive down to L.A. for the Ooh, live pod. we got those posters are killer. killer. Make sure you bring a few extra bucks for that. Speaking of a few extra bucks, if you're interested, go on the Patreon. we got a ton of stuff up there. We're about to record another bonus. So many bonuses up there. Tom Dustin's on there. Dan Bulger's on there. Doug Key is on there. We're going to have uh, the live episode will be up there. And by now, it's out there, I think. We got Burt Kreischer coming on this BK, thing. BK, the machine. The machine is on the live podcast, Hollywood Improv. Spread the word. Tweet it out. He's going to be there. Also, Nick Vaderot, who's hilarious. Henry Phillips is opening. That's going to be a magical night. And it will be on the Patreon immediately after. So get Tickets to the live one and the Patreon so you can relive it, but you're not going to want to miss that one. It's going to be a huge event, and we'll, we're hoping to double our Patreons. This oh, is going to be yeah. something. I mean, if you don't listen to this, you're not a comedy fan or a human being with emotions. I mean, and we got all the live ones on there with Ron Bennington one from Moon Tower was amazing. Christine, Christy. The Nikki Glazer one from Village Unreal. Underground is amazing. She killed it. Giannis Pappas is on a live one. I yep. mean, there's so much fucking killer shit on the Patreon. You're really missing out. I'm not trying to be a douche here. Oh, yeah. We had Michelle Wolf on one. We had Oots. We had uh, Will Vince. The, the, the list goes on. So much good stuff. Rick's so uh, come out to uh, Hilarities in Cleveland, Buffalo. I just updated my website, ComedianJoeList.com. And go to my Facebook fan page, Comedian Joe List. Give that a like and a follow. Thank you. I love you. Mark, where are you going? Hey, good stuff. Good spiel. By the way, Sacramento Punchline, the first club we ever did together. Yes, you, me, and DeRosa. Classic. Years ago. That was, what, 88, 81? Uh, must have been. All no. right. This week, and I'm in Dallas, Tejas at the Hyenas Comedy Club. I already got some nice tweets about people coming out. You saw him. Come see me. Come on me. Uh, then we're uh, rolling right on over to New York City Gotham Comedy Club. First time headlining a, cl- a headliner club in Manhattan. Never done it before, so this is a big one. I hope to pack it out and hope to get some Tuesdays and some good people there. Stress Factory in New Brunswick. Then Uncle Vinny's in P- Point Pleasant, New Jersey, back in the Jers. Love the Jers. Then Cincinnati Funny Bone with my old pal, Fat Chris Al, sober. Then Winnipeg, Canada, Seattle, Laughs Comedy Club. Love that room. It's all on the website. Zany Chicago, a lot of Tuesdays. Hope you come out. Skyline in Wisconsin, uh, Pittsburgh Improv, and uh, Boston. So a lot of stuff coming up. Oh, I'm doing that. I think I'm doing that uh, cinema gig on Long Island. Oh, yeah. That's when the guys fought each other. Yes, that's always fun. That'll be in December. So we got time, and uh, obviously come to the live one. Come to Sticker Treat in New York, too. That'll be fun. Ooh. So, yeah, marknormancomedy.com. Get the Patreon. I love Away. I love Casper. I love, uh, what's the other one? The other guy, Fuck Chipotle. Oh, we got to give Laughable some love. Oh, Laughable. Oh, go on Laughable. Subscribe. Go on Laughable. Get Mike Vecchione's album. Get uh, St. Germain, Dan St. Germain's album. A lot of fun stuff. Thanks for all the roast battle love. I don't know what's up with Pete. He's a weirdo. And uh, Shelby's, uh, he's around, so say hi to him. He's got giant lips and a big head. So uh, thanks a lot. Kiss your uncle. Praise Allah. Big black ant. And, uh... Caress those vag lips. Be nice to everybody. Yep. Blow me. Yep. <laughs>